Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We would love to connect with you today for listening to our podcast. Please fill out a connect card on our website at c3naz.net. You can also support the ministries of Cross Community by giving online on our website. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. All right, the We Care Scant Program proudly presents, in the beginning, heavy hitters in the Hall of Faith. And now, introducing the newest member of the Baseball Hall of Fame, Sam Cunningham. Ham. Thank you, thank you. Today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Go to church, go to the field beside the church. We're playing baseball today. Yeah. Put down your base cards and let's get in the game. My cousin Zeke plays for the Knights. You know the Knights who just won the Kid League World Series? I told we could beat them any day. You told him what? In fact, I guaranteed it. What did you do that for? Come on, Ryan, you got faith. Jake is the best home run hitter I've ever seen. His slugging ability and his nasty knuckleball could bring him to the Hall of Fame. Except that he isn't really that interested in baseball. I know. I'd give anything to have his talents. Is Jake, by the way? Oh, he's finishing his violin lesson. Well, let's hope all that finger work doesn't foul up his knuckleball. And it isn't just Jake. The Johnsons, 
are the best second baseman and shortstop combination anywhere. Have you ever seen so many double plays? I guess we're just on the same wavelength. Some people say we're always finishing each other's sentences. But I don't really think that's true. <laughs> if the nights were boys only, you guys would be starters. All right, here comes Jake. Perfect timing. Let's play ball. Jake, take a few practice swings. Come on, Jake. We need some play on home run ball. <laughs> Not the play of a bumblebee. Okay, Jake. Just a little batting practice. Whoa, Jake, I think you hit that all the way to the church. That's about right where my Sunday school room is. That's our only ball, and we gotta get it back. Plus, we need to see if we broke a window. I'll go check. I'll go with you. I told you Jake is the best around. There's no way we'll lose to the Knights. Okay, he's an awesome player, but we'll never beat the Knights. They're real champs. Come on, Ryan, you gotta have faith. Besides, what better way could you do could you have than spending a Saturday playing the greatest game ever? It's true what they say about America. It's apple pie and baseball. And what a way to waste all summer long. I feel like I have it all with a hat, a bat, a glove, a ball. Man, there's just nothing like this game. Gun, you don't get caught. What kind of game teaches kids to steal? Uh, you're out of left field. Thank you. You usually stick me out on right.
I've got a question. Shoot. As a lover in the colony arts, I can't help but be aware of the multitude of gratuitous food references in this game. I don't understand what you just said. Can of corn. Easy catch. Meatball. Easy pitch to hit. Pickle. Fun down. Hot dog. Show off. Mustard. High velocity. Listen, I'm getting hungry. And I don't get this game. Come on, it's baseball. There's nothing like this game. to the church. And second of all, yes, it did break a window. Oh no, now we're in trouble. I don't think so. I go to church there and the pastors are cool guys. They even talk about they were young. When they were young, they were big league players. And third of all, the ball went through the window and landed right on top of this box. What is it? I don't know, but it looks old and it says Hall of Fame on it. Excuse me, but did somebody just put a baseball through the church window? Uh, sorry, Miss Sherry, we're getting ready for a big game and... Don't worry, the window already had a hole in it and we needed to replace it anyway. I just want to know who hit the ball all that way. Uh, sorry, that was me. I'm Jake. Well, Jake, that was quite a smash. When my dad put the field in the backstop in years ago, he put home plate far enough away that even he couldn't hit the church from here. And he was actually a big league player years ago. I think the church has only been hit once before, and that was by a Hall of Famer. Your dad was a... So, I also see you found that very special box. Oh, right. I'm sorry, I wasn't stealing it. I just wanted to show everybody. I saw that said Hall of Fame on it, and I got really excited. Don't worry. Oh, this is my mom. We all call her Mrs. Pastor. Hi, kids. Out racing out playing ball. So you have a, So you say you have a big game coming up? That's right, we're playing the night. The Knights who just won the Kid League World Series? That is we, big. I don't think we have a chance. Come and why on, why would you say that? Maybe you could use just one more player. Miss Pastor, you're not thinking about playing, are you? Well, I'm tempted, but I have to practice the organ or else it might seem off key. The Hall of Faith box? Do you think we can pick up the Hall of Fame box? Do you think we can pick up some tips from it that will help us beat the Knights? 
There are old baseball cards in here. Cool. I don't recognize any of those guys. They must be older than Babe. Those guys don't even have last names. Are you sure they'll help us win against the Knights? Now, what if I told you that the players on those cards could tell you about a secret of life that is a million times greater than winning that game? In fact, greater even than making it into the Hall of Fame. Take a closer look at what it says on the outside. Hall of Fame? Not Hall of Fame? That's right. Now take out the piece of paper on top and read what it says. Because of their because of their faith, they took over kingdoms. They ruled fairly. They received blessings God had promised. They shut mouths with lions. They put out great fires. They escaped by being killed by a sword. Their weakness turned to strength. They became powerful in battle. They beat back armies from other countries. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, sounds a team. Sounds like a team I want to be on. Okay, 
What do you think made those people being worthy of being put in God's Hall of Faith? They were superheroes of the Bible. They were heavy hitters that never struck out. They must have had all-star quality. Well, I guess you could say that they were all-stars, but they really were just ordinary people who God used in a mighty way. In, in the Bible, in Hebrews 11, they were all singled out for their faith. Do you know what faith is? Well, Max says I should have faith in beating the knights, so I guess faith is the believing the impossible. Well, actually, the kind of faith that these Hall of Faithers had was really thick. They listened to God, they took him at his word, and they did what he told them to do. How about you take a look? Jake, take out a card. Who is it? Let's see. It's Noah. Who's he? I've got this one. Big boat, lots of animals, rain. That guy? Yes. When Noah stepped on the scene, something very big happened. I know. You guys have a seat. I'll try to explain this to a bunch of baseball lovers in a way that will make this seem a bit more interesting. There it was, at the top of the first inning, and the game started out like a walk in the park. Quickly, the game turned up, but God didn't give, on, give up on his game plan. He called people to, uh, he worked through regular people, he, he called them to believe him, trust in him, and have faith. Next to the plate, batting cleanup is Noah. Apparently, he does have to do a lot of cleanup. Well, Noah's a rare player these days. Even though every other player in the league is a tag or free agent, he stayed committed to the one who drafted him. You'd think that would make him more popular with fans. But I hear some neighbors are unhappy with his growing collection of exotic animals. Apparently, he's got two of everything. He's viewed a little bit strange. I asked him about the... Before the game, Noah said you can't please everybody, and he has decided that he and his family are going to please God. I know one thing. This player can really swing the lumber, so the outfitters might want to play him deep. Say, I think we're seeing a few raindrops starting to hit the field. The forecast says just a slight sprinkle. Well, the pitcher looks back at the runner on first, and... Whoa, these sprinkles are suddenly a downpour. The players are scrambling for the dugout, but it looks like Noah's seeking... Shelter on that big boat. Ah, oh, fans, it's just so like miss. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> Hebrews 11, 6-7. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Those who come to God must believe that He exists. And they must believe that he rewards those who look to him. Noah had faith, so he built an ark to save his family. He built it because of his great respect for God. God had warned him about things that could not yet be seen. Because of his faith, he showed the world that it was guilty. Because of his faith, he was considered right with God.
called and all was clear. Build that boat for many years. Finally, out of nowhere, the rains appeared. God came through when it seems impossible. Too hard to believe. God can do the same through us. I choose to trust. God changed his name because he promised that Abraham would be the father of many nations. And that sounds like quite a promise for a guy of his age. Well, coming up to the plate right now is his own son, the young rookie, Isaac. Yes, and Abraham is in a tough situation here. If I'm not mistaken, the manager is calling for a sacrifice, and that will leave Abraham no choice but to give the sign to his own son. Tensions are rising as the pitcher looks to the plate. Wait, there's been a timeout called. Looks like they're bringing in a pinch hitter. At the last minute, Isaac has been replaced. In comes the pinch hitter. Oh, it's perfect a perfect replacement. They call him the Ram. He's fast, too. He hardly ever gets caught. Now here's the pitch. He swings. Oh, my. The crowd goes wild. Woo! It's a deep flight ball. Caught for it out in the warning track. But the runner on third is safe at home. Hebrews 11, 9, 17 and 19. Abraham had faith, so he obeyed God. God called him to go to a place he would later receive as his own. So he went. He did it even though he didn't know where he was going. Abraham had faith. So he offered Isaac as a sacrifice. That happened when God put him to the test. Abraham believed that God could raise the dead. In a way, he did receive Isaac back from death.
Is a real German player, none other than Moses. You know he's got a big his big break in the bush leagues, and that's when things really caught on fire for him. That's right. At a very young age, he was drafted by the Pharaohs, but eventually did something unheard of. He demanded to be sent back down to the minors to join his former teammates. He led his team on the longest road trip I've ever heard of. The very first game went to extra innings and lasted 40 years. Rumor has he was guaranteed a contract with the Promise Landers, one of the f- richest franchises in, it, in history. However, as I understand it, he won't be able to join his team on their home field, which must be a real disappointment after wandering around that league for so long. But I must say, he looks get pretty good for 120. As a matter of fact, it appears that for his first at bat against the Amalekites today, two of his teammates are going to help him hold up his bat. That bat is legendary. It's frightened many a player. I hear he takes it everywhere he goes. He calls it the rod of God. Who are those two teammates? Are they on the roster? I don't see them. I'm Aaron. That's her. 
Okay, it's Aaron and Paul. What we mean is that we caught your name, Aaron, but not hers. That is my name. No, we're asking, what's your name? What's my name? No, what lived ages ago. I didn't say lots of your name. I said, what's your name? And I told you. Mr. Aaron, could you please tell us the name of your teammate so that we can announce it properly? Her. Yes, her, but isn't she a he? You're not saying he's really she. That's really her. We give up. Well, this is really interesting. While we've been trying to figure out him and her down there, it looks like they're going to give an intentional walk. Yep, it looks like you're going to pass over Moses. Moses! 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 Napoleon! Hebrews 11, 24 to 26. Moses had faith, so he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. That happened after, after he had grown up. He chose to be treated badly together with the people of God. He chose that instead of enjoying sin's pleasures for a short time, he suffered shame because of Christ. Shepherd's shame of Christ? Isn't Moses close to the beginning and Jesus close to the end? Good question, Knox. The Bible is God's word, his story. Who knows what the very first words of the Bible are? Ooh, I do. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's right. And he created everything perfect. Adam and Eve were the first people. And right off the bat, they sinned against God. They believed the lies of the enemy. As a result, Everyone after them dealt with heartache and suffering. So they messed up for everyone? Kind of like giving up a huge lead in the top of the first inning. Well, in a way. But you see, God was already putting his game plan in motion. A plan to destroy the enemy and build up a nation of people that would be his people. His chosen team, so to speak. And are those a Hall of Faith people in that box? That's right. You see, all of those people, and many, many more, have said yes to God. They've listened to him, believed in him, and they did what he told them to do. Oh, so they knocked it out of ballpark with a fake? Which reminds me, was your dad really in the Hall of Fame? He was the first one who knocked the ball through the church window? Come on, Jake. We're talking about something else now. Well, yes. All of those people were pointing ahead to Jesus, because only he could finally win the victory. He is their designated hitter. He was God's plan from the beginning to come in at that big moment of the beginning of the biggest game to do what only he could do.
The outlook wasn't brilliant as the crowd shouted his name. Just days ago, they cheered him. Now they jeer him. They cast blame. Disciples, followers, friends that knew him best disappeared into the shadows, ran to hide, afraid, distressed. Struggling and climbing, him carrying his cross. In deep despair, his mother there as the crowd declares, Crucify him! Crucify him! Their insults were hurled. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. the earth. Sour drops of liquid spilled to quench our Savior's thirst. It is finished, he cried out in pain. Fully man, fully God, our debt fully paid. finally came, I've just seen Jesus alive again. Our Savior has risen, just as he said. Death is defeated. The grave holds no power. Jesus took our sin and his righteousness is ours. save us from our sins. Then he rose again from the grave so that all who believe in him would have eternal life. But you're not saying we could be Hall of Faithers, right? That's just the superstars of the Bible. Didn't you just tell me that Jake was the best home run hitter and the best pitcher around, and that the Johnson sisters are the best second base shortstop 
tandem anywhere? Yeah, they sure are. So even though they don't play for the Knights, they're still pretty great, right? Yeah. Well, all of the people in Hebrews 11 were just ordinary people that God used in a mighty way. The thing is, God isn't finished with his game plan, and he's still looking for players who will take him at his word, do what he says, and stand back and watch what he can do. Are you saying we could be whole faithers? I think the game is still on, from in the beginning to in the big inning with Jesus at the cross. God has been turning regular people into whole faithers. Cool, sounds like a team I want to be on. How can I sign up? Ryan, we need to listen to God, to believe in him, and take him at his word. It's like this. grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is the gift of God not by works so that no one can boast Ephesians 2 8 through 9 Romans 5 1 through 2 therefore since we have been justified through faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in, view, in which we now stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of God
We need all the faith we can get. You can cheer us on. I think you guys will do great without me. I have faith in you guys. Oh, no. We've been talking about the big inning. And the whole faith. In Jesus, who never struck out. You know, you guys have to come on Sundays. There's so many more peep cards in there, there. And I'd love to show them to you. There's David. Boy, he could swing it. And Rahab, who helped them bring who helped bring them home safe, and Joshua, who had the dream job. And did you guys read what I wrote on her lid? It's my favorite part. I saved that for last month. What does it say on the lid? Read it to us, Max. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily untangles, and let us run the bases with perseverance on the base path marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus and the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. We know our God is on our side, so who can be against us? Who can be against us? We know he rules with power and might, so who can be against us? Who can be against us? We are more than champions through Jesus Christ, who always love us, and will never be separated from his love.
our God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love. Don't be ashamed, don't be afraid, be bold, be brave. Our God is faithful to the end, so do not get in the game, don't quit. The Knights will be here any minute now. And Ryan, don't say it. I know, I know. Have some faith. But i got to say it. God can do such amazing, thi- such amazing things with such ordinary people. Maybe we can pull a miracle and beat the Knights. Oh, I know. Miss Sherry, can your dad still play? Maybe we could have a prayer if he joined our team. Well, he doesn't play much anymore. But you guys will do great. I have faith in you guys. Maybe you need one more player. It is wonderful seeing you kids out playing ball in our lot. Maybe before I go, I'll take a couple practice swings. Really? But you're so... <laughs> I'll pitch to you with... Are you busy for the next hour or so? No, I think they want you to sit up. Yeah. 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 Totally.
Well, what a great morning. Let's give it a warm time for our kids. And let's, let's give it up for our WeCare staff really quick as well. Who's put in so much work. It's a lot of fun. Miss Jen and the staff, they do a phenomenal job all summer, and so we appreciate them. We're thankful for them, and we as a church love to partner with them. Uh, they're incredible. But in just a minute, our cast members are going to greet you out in the foyer. Uh, they will be available for autographs, so make sure you stop by and get your signatures. On the back of your program, there's a spot for those autographs, uh, so hang out a little bit. There's also some cupcakes and other treats that will be available out there uh, before you take off today. But if you're a guest with us today, we just want to say thank you so much uh, for being here, helping us celebrate with our kids. We would love to have you back with us. Uh, we believe that this is a place uh, where you can belong and a place where we can journey towards Jesus together. So uh, next Sunday, we conclude our current series called On Mission. And then September 10th, uh, Pastor Jeff McVeigh is back from his sabbatical, and he'll begin a brand new series called Begin Again with us. And so we would love for you to be with us and just come hang out with us on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But I just want to invite you to stand with me as I pray and as I send us as we go. Lord Jesus, we do thank you so much for our We Care. We thank you for this place and this space where our kids are not only cared for, but where they grow and where they learn and maybe where they even learn to trust you. I pray that you would bless our We Care staff. I pray that you would bless our kids and our families. And God, as we return this fall to the busyness of all that's going on this fall, I pray that you would give us the grace that we need for each day and that we would receive freely the love that you have for us and that we would also turn and give that love to those around us as well. I pray that you would be with us as we go from this place that we would be a blessing in our world. Jesus, we love you so much. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, now before I send you all out, we're just going to give our cast members about a 30-second head start to get to their tables for their autographs. So you guys can go ahead and get going. Find them in the foyer. But let me send the rest of you out with this blessing this morning. May the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful. He will do it. Go in his grace. We'll see you next Sunday. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week. Thank you.